0: Welcome along to the uh, very final um, Cardiff City phone-in uh, for this season. Earlier on today, I was thinking we might, you know, talk a little bit about Derby County and, uh, and and getting a win and a clean sheet away from home and all the rest, which we probably will return to later on. But uh, events have sort of overtaken us a little bit here, following an exchange of um, very public communications between the Cardiff City Supporters Trust and the Cardiff City Football Club. I'll just introduce the panel first hello uh, to paul Mohammed firstly thanks thanks very much for for joining us once again and to alex wallace from the cantonen podcast and and uh, alworth welcome back from his um tra- travels um alex if i come to you first just to, in your uh, capacity as um, a host of a cantonen podcast um i know you've been you've been uh, running a live stream uh, earlier tonight uh, I wonder if you could maybe give us a flavour of uh, fans' opinions. And I know you've also gathered you've done some surveys and you've got some stats as well.
1: I'd read the, the open letter, as as many people had. Um, and we just started talking about it in a, in a group chat that we have on, on Twitter. And, you know, people were just saying lots of people weren't actually quite familiar with the letter. But then we put it out on Twitter and that's when the, the replies were flooding in and and very much the topic of, of conversation was how angry everyone was with with how the the club portrayed um you know the, the supporters trust and, and supporters in Japan, to be honest um i think it was quite shocking personally um we had an hour-long discussion with a hundred or so listeners throughout the whole thing um we were getting everyone involved and people were leaving their thoughts we've had people say that you know when you when you're trying to re-engage with the club that a lot of people feel disconnected to that statement is the last thing that, that you want to be seeing to be honest you know we finished the season on on somewhat of a positive with a win and a clean sheet and we're looking towards the summer and then and then this statement comes out um which you know it, it's taken a lot of people by surprise to be honest it's well some people will will be surprised some people won't with with how the you know, the communication comes through sometimes. But we actually ran a few polls when the stream was on. And so one of them was about a director of football or, or a director at the club with football knowledge. Um, we had 178 votes and 98% of people who, who voted in the poll said that, yes, we need someone at the club with a background in football. Uh, and to me, that shows that, you know, what was brought up in the letter of, of the supporters trust voicing there opinion that we need directors who are 100% committed with a football background shows that obviously fans don't agree that we currently have that because it's not present and and it hasn't been present for for a while now. Um, And then the the other question that sort of tied into it for me was about the vision we have off the pitch. And I think people are starting to, to buy into Steve Morrison's vision on the pitch with the style of football, but off the pitch, what's the sustainable plan? Um, we asked uh, 141 people managed to to get involved um, and we said, do you as Cardiff City supporters see what the current vision and outlook of the club is? And 82% of the 141 people said no, uh, bearing in mind those polls were only up for 10 minutes. Um, we're actually putting together a survey to, to get out to the people who follow us on Twitter. So hopefully we'll get some some better responses and, and better insight uh, soon when, when we decide to put it up. So
0: you you obviously, you had some live input into that, into that stream, Um, you know, approximately sort of percentage wise people who were understanding of of the club's position and, and or supportive?
1: Not many. I've seen a couple of people quote uh, the tweet saying that they understand why they said what they said. Uh, And when I say a couple, I I literally mean I've seen about two people in agreement um, very much the feel was that nobody was supportive of the statement because as the, the general census was that people now who may have even felt disconnected after the season that we've had feel even more disconnected from from the board and from what's actually going to happen in the future. Um, because as we were trying to draw up scenarios and and things, you know, we've probably drawn up more scenarios than they've had. Um, you know, thoughts in in meetings. To be honest with you, we we don't know what the current plan is. Is it a one year plan? Is it a three year plan? The manager's on a one year contract. What what's going to happen if the season next season is also a disaster?
0: Okay, thanks, Alex. Um, uh, I'll I'll come to you, uh, Paul, next actually. Um, and just just to say to you, you know, when we when you've been on the show, which is you know a few times this season, you was a really good contributor. And you know we 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 we've all talked, haven't we, about trying to have more of a, a kind of fans' presence, uh, you know, on the board and trying to um, improve, I suppose, the connection between the club and the fan base. You know, we yesterday was the last game of the season, um, uh, or, you know, or the weekend we did last last game of season. We managed to win. We finished sort of you know l- low in low in the table, and shortly after that, this this furore, um Breaks out. I mean, what, what what's your thoughts on this in terms of, um, I suppose, as a communication from a club to his fan base?
2: I wonder why that it was an open letter first. I I know the truster. I see what they're doing and what they're trying to do, but I would I would have sent the letter to the club without publishing it first and given the club the right to reply before publishing the letter. I I, I understand the trust and they want to publish it on their website to their members and be open and transparent about it. But I think it's, it's it and, and, it, and in fairness, I've read the letter and it, and it contains some valid um, points. And, 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 and they don't seek to criticise individuals. They seek to be constructive, which is unusual because normally it's easy to criticise without being constructive, isn't it? It's, it's easy to sit there and, and do that. And, and in fairness to them, They've tried to be as constructive as they possibly can in the best, using the best possible language. But I would, I would, if, if I was them, I would not have published it before sending it. I would have sent it to the club. I don't know what I, I mean, there seems like there's some history there, doesn't it? Because they've said it, a previous correspondence has been met with solicitors letters and they were, uh, vociferous in the back to blue campaign maybe there's history i don't know i don't I, look i don't know the ins and outs of the trust i'm not a member um but uh, look some valid points there but maybe the club uh, look they've they've just said simply they don't recognize them um, and they're not going to address their points they only recognize the official supporters as club uh, uh supporters associations within the club of which there are I'm reading the statement now. There are three. So um, that's, that's what I would have done. For I'm just giving my opinion. I don't think they should have published the letter until they they, they received a, a reply. If the club then, what the club have done is published to the supporters their response because the letter is open. So they've done it in the best forum they possibly can, i.e. on their website. So... Look, it's not a good look for either party, I don't think. And it, particularly for the fans who are just going to say, well, it's the club or, uh, dodging the question again. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. There's a disconnect. And that will just continue. I think it could have been dealt with better. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a difficult one. It's uh, uh, I'm Sorry to be. <laughs> so um,
0: <laughs> I don't know.
2: That, 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 that's, just my, that's just my personal opinion as a fan.
0: Okay. All right. I mean and the comments are starting to come in, obviously. Uh, Richard Davis is saying pretty well, um, Al, what what Paul's, you know, what a lot of fans are saying really shocking response from the club who are once again out of touch with its fan base. Um, the trust was raising valid points, as Paul said, because there are some very valid points there, raising valid points on the day to day running of the club, you know. Um I mean, what 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 are your thoughts on it, Al?
3: I think it's wholly disrespectful. I mean, they've said they do not recognize the trust as an official entity. This is the same trust who were instrumental in raising £60,000 to erect the Fred Kinnear statue in 2010. The club are now saying we don't, we don't recognize them. And they're, they're citing something just ridiculous. I mean, to say that the trust was deregistered as a mutual organization or trust in 2016, from the Financial Conduct Authority. So what are they saying? That anyone they want to speak to has to be registered with the Financial Conduct Authority. But then they go on to say, but we'll talk to the travel groups. Now, it doesn't make any sense to me. It it goes goes beyond, I think, what's what's decent. To say to these people that they're pursuing a personal and self-serving agenda against the club who they claim to support. Now, if you go on to the, the trust, trust website, read the biographies of these people who the club, say, claim to support the club. These, are, these, these aren't youngsters just beating the drum like sort of some militants, right? These are guys who've been supporting the club 40 years, 50 years. Now, we don't want to name any names, right? But I recognise the names on the Trust. Some, some of the Trust possibly calling out the club, or would we say holding the club, calling the club to account? And I honestly think the club have just gone, hang on a second, we're being questioned here, and they just cut them off straight away. I, holy, if I, if, if I was on the trust board and someone was saying to me, I've been following the City, crikey, 40 odd years. And if someone then turned around to me and said, you claim to support this club, who's written this? Has this been written by, on the instruction of who? I honestly, honestly don't know. Whoever did write, as far as I'm concerned, should be ashamed of themselves. They've not just disrespected the trust, they've disrespected city supporters. Because I identify more with what was said in that trust letter than I do there. Um I think I think it's awful. I think it's awful. I thought we were going to be on here, like you say, toward an end of the season. Yeah. What a way to end the season. If we wanted to keep stuff in-house, what we what the club should have done was said, we have received or this we recognise this open letter has been published, we don't want to deal with it in an open manner. What we'll do, we'll get in touch with the trust and we'll address it behind closed doors with members of the trust. If they're saying we don't know where the trust is, we don't recognise the trust, well, is this the same trust we've got an office in Cardiff City's ground? It is. It's not going to be there next season. No chance of that. Um, but they know they know they're dealing with. They could have just got in touch with them it would just been... It could have been dealt with. If they're saying the tr- we don't recognise the trust, the trust are unprofessional, well, Cardiff City, act in a professional manner, get in touch with the trust and say, we'll address this, behind closed doors. But to come out with this, what, what do they expect from this letter? What do they expect is going to come of it? Do they think that we're... As City fans, we're going, okay, then. You know, this is putting us back years. I, on- I honestly would go that far. If people... Hmm. I know some people, look, I, I, I know what's going to come. People are going to say, well, the owner's putting in £3 million every, every month. He can do what on earth he wants. Um, so that doesn't give you the right to speak to people or address people in the manner that I think the board have addressed people. Money doesn't buy you the right to do this. Whether or not you're keeping the club going or not, have some respect for the people who are keeping the club afloat. We'll be here long, when, when the board of directors go... And then some people say, yeah, the board directs go, we want to have a football club. I, I get that. I get that argument. But we were here before them and we're going to be here after them. And we're going, to, we're going back to the back to back to blue campaign again. No need for this. As far as I'm concerned, there's absolutely no need. Um, but there you are, Steve. I've, uh, I've, I could go on for the rest of the show to be honest, yeah. but um, no, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I, I'm living with it because I, I did think we were making progress. And yeah. on, the back of the, you know, on the back of the Andy Dibble affair earlier in the week as well. Well, we come know, back to on that. On the back of the Sol Bamber affair. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they could, I, I get it, we don't know the background to it. But yeah. some things, you know, just keep things in... in if they're saying to us, or you were being disruptive on the, on the morning of the derby game, well, I'd put it to them, were you being disruptive getting rid of Andy Dibble a couple of days before? You know, it works both ways.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. where I just, uh, Paul, do you want to respond to any of that? I, you know, you know, you know. I mean, I, mean, I don't know what, you, what you're thinking about this. So just, just to reiterate once again, you know, we've talked so many times about building bridges. You know, and you know, mistakes have been made over the years. Things, things have been done which were quite unfortunate. And um, you know, my my understanding of the, of the supporters' trust is that there are some very uh, knowledgeable, you know, eloquent. Professionals, uh, whether the background's accountancy or, or banking or or, or or the law or whatever, you know, uh, they're, 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 they're um, well-meaning people who love Cardiff City, but also have um, knowledge to offer, and are trying to say to the club, let, let let's work together, Joe. So uh, it just seems to me really strange, you know, in 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 at least, very strange, that the club would react in such a kind of uh, um, bombastic fashion, really, and and maybe you know, a more amicable, encouraging exchange as a route towards developing conversations and getting someone, you know, uh, who is a Cutler City fan, but also has some personal background, not unlike yourself or Al, by the way, you know, to to maybe uh, come in and, and and talk for the fans because that's helpful for the club, isn't it?
2: Well, the club would argue there's already, that's already in place, wouldn't they, with the supporters club? As the, well, the three organisations they, they mentioned in the statement, they, that's, they would argue that, that the mechanisms are there with those organisations and they don't recognise the supporters club as a legal entity. Um, which, trust, yeah, is quite strong, <coughs> in fairness. That is it, it, not recognised by the Financial Conduct Authority. Um, so, therefore, they're not an entity. According to the club, that they should recognize. Well, there, can, there, hmm. there must be some history. Uh, look, I don't know that. I read between the lines in that is, is there history? As the, Has there been history? And they say there have been solicitors' letters back and forth. Yeah. So
0: well, I, there I don't might know that.
2: be something <clears throat> previous to this um, hmm. that makes the club feel they should reply in this way.
0: But, but you uh, know, for. From a purely sort of, you know, um, I suppose, an objective point of view, if, you, if you've got people in your local locality who've been following the club for, you know, many many years, they've got different ranges of expertise, have a link to the fans, and could actually help, you know, to connect the fan base with with the club and help the thing to move forward and look at different mm-hmm. initiatives. Surely, when they're offering an olive branch, you don't you don't just like burn it and check it on the bonfire, you know.
2: Well, there's argument they could have dealt with it better by saying we we, we take on board the the, the, the opinion and, and construction, the constructive um, advice. And yeah. we, we, you know, they could have worded it a bit political, a bit more political, if you like, and a bit more um,
4: mm.
2: um uh, sitting on the fence reply rather than a blank, and um, we don't recognize you as an entity. I just read into that that there must be some history,
0: yeah. I don't Why. know is, I've got no idea. And,
2: and, 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 and the, the unfortunate <coughs> thing is that the majority of fans will look at that and say, Oh, no, it's the club again. They're just there's a disconnect, we never see anybody. We, you, you, you know, we're in here, we go again. It's it, it's, it, it's, it, it's 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 another unfortunate episode that's that's when things have gradually been improving and then you get the Andy dibble thing um, which again is going to hit the fan base because he's a local boy and, and, yep, a, yep. A, and, a, and a, so so again PR etc we, we've talked about it before haven't we so and see today with that reply so you take you 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 make your own decision as to how you read read it or read in between the lines
0: yeah I mean, I thought, you know, the letter from the, from the trust, um, you know, I just thought it was a very polite and constructive letter, really. I mean, maybe we, you could read between the lines and we don't know, uh, Paul, you know, I, I haven't got a clue what, what any background history there is to it. Um, Alex, there's a, a comment here from uh, Jamie Anderson. I know Al will be looking at the messages coming in. You're not in coming second. through on mine for some reason. Oh, OK, OK. Uh, the trust, to be fair to them, have done many things for the community from their own office uh, down the stadium, like food banks, collections for Ukraine, all of which, you know, the players had pictures with and, and, the, and the club praised them for. So, again, it seems to be, um, Alex, um, you know, I, I just think that just seems to me that it's just so clumsy and shoot themselves in the foot. We just had a poor season. Let's you know, build towards the next season. They get off to a good start towards it. Let's try and rebuild.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I was going to bring something up as well that that Paul and Al have both touched upon. In in the statement, um, they said that obviously they were deregistered as a mutual organisation uh, with the Financial Conduct Authority in 2016. But the second part for me, um, I don't know whether there's actually truth in it because they said that it does not meet the Football Supporters Association Association FSA's basic minimum requirements. Um, we went on the uh the fsa website and they have the supporters trust linked as an affiliate um you know supporters thing for cardiff city uh we we even tweeted to ask if this was outdated information and fsa actually replied and said it isn't out of date that's a list of fan groups that are associated or affiliated members uh of ours the fsa so you know what what's what's that part that part confused me when when i did some digging and when
0: you say we there i mean you're talking the canton end yeah 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 we. yeah not not the canton the understand but the, the podcast <laughs> yeah. yeah okay um uh, uh you can see tim hartley's coming in now i know, you know he hasn't got very long hopefully tim will have a few things to say uh nathan butler uh in the chat i don't know whether you can get to it yet al can you maybe not
3: okay. all um,
0: right it, it's it's if
3: it's
0: you might get there. It's endemic yeah, in modern I'll, football. I'll be
3: part of it. Um he's, he's one of, he's one of our regular correspondents Nathan. Um yeah. it's endemic in modern football that boards have a massive disconnect with the fans but the Cardiff board have outdone themselves this time. I'll leave
0: it at that. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I agree. Good, good place to leave it. Yeah. Good <laughs> place to good place to leave it. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get Tim in in a second. Um, um yeah, we have to you have to have a look at them before you read them, really, don't you? Uh I see what you mean. Um Cardiff City, you've always been great, Richard Davis, at shooting themselves in the foot, one step forward. <laughs> two steps back, you know, you know, whatever, whatever they thought about this, or the legitimacy, uh, legitimacy of the organization, if, if they have that, you know, uh, an organization which, as far as I know, has only ever been there because they're of City fans, by the way, to help the club. You know, surely they would have been a more amicable and constructive way. of, of OK, you know, let's not talk about it in public. Let's, you know, let's get let's get together and, you know, try, try and see how we can how we can work together you know, it to be an obvious one. Um, and also, uh, Richard goes on to say it's a crying shame, which which I'd agree with sentimentally as a Cardiff City fan, that Andy Dipple has been given his marching orders. Great service to the club as a player and a part of the backroom staff, but I, I, I would guess, um, you know, new manager Steve Morrison clearly wants to bring in his own coaching staff and it's not unprecedented for a, a, a new manager to change um, a goalkeeping coach, but a real shame about Dibs because he's, um, you know, he, he's, he's also a Cardiff City fan and been associated with the club for some time. Tim, are you able to talk to us at the moment? Yes, I'm free. Okay, Tim. So, um, uh, just uh, what, what are your what are your thoughts on this? And maybe could you identify your link to the the trust as well?
4: Yeah, I uh, I was I was chair of the trust for oh, I don't know about ten years. I'm just a, a bog standard board member now, and um, you know we took a lot of time to write this letter, and you know it it covers a lot of ground, and the idea has always been of the trust to help the club. We think that football clubs and the game in general is better served and is, is, is a better product, for want of a better word, if they fully engage with the likes of uh, you and me um, and Al and Alex. You know, what we want is the best for the club. Um, and we're not getting the best from the club. Uh, and they just don't seem to be wanted to engage with anything that they perceive as being critical. But ours has always been a constructive constructive criticism and as I say you know this letter goes out of its way to thank Vincent Tan for what he's done for Cardiff City Football Club but it does also then raise serious questions about how the club is being run. The experience which is we believe not there at board level and a complete lack of transparency in the way the club is actually looking to go forward. I mean is there going to be any money for transfers? Is Vincent Town gonna sell the club? Is all the debt gonna be turned to equity, making it then a more viable concern for someone to come in and buy it? You know, have we got a full-time chief executive officer? Uh, why haven't we got um, uh, a supporter director on the board? Why haven't we got regular uh, engagement with officially recognized fan groups? Now, these questions are not us being pernickety, bitchy, or getting above ourselves. They're bog standard questions, which every football club is allowed to be asked. And in what the UK government has actually put into that uh, report, saying that this is the way that football clubs should behave. You know, it, it, it's very disappointing the response they got, which is basically to slam the door uh, in the trust space.
0: So, so a couple of quick things on, on, on that, Tim. Um, I mean, the point was raised earlier. Would it? You know, would it have been a better way to communicate this if it was kind of a a letter to the club rather than sharing it publicly uh, in that way? I mean, is is that is that um, you know what 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 are your what are your thoughts on that? And uh, secondly, about the the claim that the club club make about um, the Carlisle City Supporters Trust being deregistered as a mutual mutual organisation from the Financial Conduct Authority in 2016. Um, Firstly, on, 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 on the idea of sharing the letter publicly, but I, I guess you did that to your, you know, your organisation.
4: The club was sent that letter mm. before it was made public. We okay. had great difficulty getting an email address of Vincent Tan, so it went through uh, Mehmet Dalman, uh, the chair, and yeah. Ken Chu, the chief executive, so they had ample time to find it. It is, as is said in the title, an open letter. It's mm-hmm. meant to be an appeal. The mm. fact is the club at that level have not been engaging with us at all in the last few months. So what are we allowing? What, what can we do? If they're not talking to us, what can we do? So they were given a chance to consider it and to come back. They've chosen to do that in that very negative response today. Very brief and negative response. On yeah. your second point. Mm. Sorry, Steve. That's no, fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did, you, did you get the second question, Tim? I did get the second question, which I think was, you know, uh, the Cardiff City Supporters Trust has been deregistered. Uh, It may have been deregistered and we're re-registering it. However, we are still a member of the Football Supporters Association and we still have full rights there. That has been confirmed to us once again this afternoon. So that is completely incorrect of the club to say we have no official standing and that we're not recognized by the Football Supporters Association so
0: so tim you know i i i'm not sure how you can answer this but i'll ask you individually as yourself as tim hartley why why do you think you know reading the, this exchange of communications why do you think the club would take such a um an apparently um uh um aggressive at least i suppose response to the Carter city supportless trust you know as opposed to any of the other agencies
4: who support Carter city football club Well, I think that goes to the heart of what Supporters Trusts uh, are made for and what we actually do compared with the other groups. You're talking about the Disabled Group and Cardiff City Supporters Club, which both do excellent work and with whom uh, the trust has worked uh, with a disabled group. We help fund the buses to Reading uh, with the Supporters Club then um, trying to get the food banks done for Cardiff and for the Valleys. So we do work with both those groups. But why do they, if you like, have an antagonistic relationship with us? The reason is because we are there to ask questions, which the Supporters Club is not there to do. We ask about um, financial uh, regulation. We talk about transparency. We talk about the way the club is run, good corporate governance, relations uh, that perhaps a Supporters Club isn't interested in doing. They run the buses, they organise the events, and that's fantastic. Take our hat off. A lot of our members are members of the Supporters Club. Um, So, you know, I I just don't think that it's in, if you like, the corporate DNA of Cardiff City Football Club to allow Mm. anybody to ask questions which may be potentially embarrassing or which require anything other than a very simple, straightforward, uh, get down there and get behind the club type of response.
0: Yeah. So,
4: you know, would would it maybe,
0: I mean, might not say what I think. I mean, it, it would seem to me that it would have been much better if the club had said, look, you know, we don't necessarily agree with everything you've got to say there. And rather than, you know, having our dirty washing shared in public, why don't we get together and talk about how we can work together
4: to help Carter City Football Club? Wouldn't that be a better well, way forward? that's what you'd expect, isn't it? That's yeah. what you'd expect, Steve. I would mm-hmm. have thought that any, let alone football club, but any business person looking at a, a properly constituted uh, stakeholder group, uh, which is one way of describing supporters trust, would have thought the same way. I come back to my original point is, you know, we're in... We're in the business of trying to help Cardiff be the best football club it can be. We're there to represent the supporters and we're there to get answers from the club and to help the club go in the right direction on on all fronts. So, you know, it's slightly bizarre. And, uh, you know, I feel slightly insulted by the response as well, because the the supporters trust, we don't get paid anything, you know. We do this for for the love of the club. Um, And then for someone to just turn around and say, you know, we don't recognise you. Um, you know, you should just get behind us, whatever we say and do. It's just not on.
0: I mean, there's one one line which kind of stands out for me, which, um, Tim, I'll give you the chance to just respond to. Um, It's unfortunate that a small collective of individuals chose the hours prior to kick off against Derby County on Saturday morning to pursue a personal and self-serving agenda against the club they claim to support. I don't know whether you want to respond to that.
4: Well, I mean, you know, anybody hearing what you've just read and reading what they what they've put in black and white would say who is this this small self-selecting body you know we're a democratically constituted body anybody who's a member and i you know i'd urge people to actually join the trust because we've got an AGM coming up get on the board ask these questions yourself um I, I, how can we be self-serving the whole idea is to improve things for the club and for all the supporters.
3: Tim, yeah, you know? can, can, I, can, can I ask a question? Do you think yeah. that it might come to the position where the way that the club are behaving, that they start to threaten or to actually carry out a threat, to actually ban people who are questioning what the club is saying? I know it sounds a little bit extreme, but I, I, it's not as extreme as, as, as what they've come out with today. I mean, it, 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 I, when I came on earlier, I, I, I don't know if you were, you were online at the time, I just found it so disrespectful, what the way that they spoke about you and your fellow board members. Um, I wouldn't put anything past them. And they, they seem to think that they now own the
4: club. And if you're speaking
3: against them, are they going to reserve the right to say, you're not coming
4: in? Well, that would be an interesting and very sad development. And I think we really would ramp up the pressure then uh, politically. Um, And, you know, in terms of the supporters movement, I mean, that would be absolutely scandalous because you criticise the club. They take away your season ticket. I mean, that would be a very, very sad day for, for, for the club and for football. Uh, And, you know, from past uh, recollections, I don't think Malaysians particularly like any, uh, if you like, bad publicity on the old political front. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, I think Kevin Brennan's still a member of the Culture and Sport Committee at Westminster. Um, I know that Kevin uh, and the uh, local assembly member, Mark Drakeford, were at one time both members of the Cardiff City Supporters Trust because I got them to join up. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, that would really be shooting yourself in the foot. You don't, have to, you don't have to agree with what we've said. You don't have to... Um, you may think, oh, you've gone too far. We haven't criticised things in town. We've criticised the way the club's being run. And surely us showing an interest and wanting to help and allowing everybody, whether they're trust members or not, to have some inkling about how the club is being run and for whose benefit, that's got to be a good thing. And I really hope they don't, uh, they don't ban us. You know, um, it, would, it would be so sad yeah I, don't know I, I just,
3: my I just, yeah. my you and your colleagues to put your heads above the pad basically because I think a lot of people wouldn't um you know i i just i i I'm full of admiration for 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 for, for people who who are prepared to almost take on the club I know you know with the this I'd said earlier, I feel like we've gone so far backwards from where we might have been going forwards you know it's 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 just awful so, I
0: don't you know. know paul or, or Alex, do you want to respond uh, well we haven't got Tim for that long I know he's, he's off head quite soon. Alex or Paul, anything?
1: Um, no, I think I think Tim's spoken very well, and I think it's you know I'll I'll sum it up perfectly as well. I think it's just totally disrespectful. Um, there was nothing in in the letter for me that you know the way they've described this as some malicious attack. That's not what it is at all. It's just trying to be constructive, and as Tim says, that that's all the trust want to do. Clearly, is try and help the club better themselves. Uh, I mean, just from what we've talked about in the Canton End tonight, uh, before I came on here, is that that's what everyone agrees with. We just want to be able to communicate with with our football club. Essentially, we're not asking for much. That that's really not asking for a lot. You know, whether it comes through, as someone suggested earlier, a, a newsletter or something, not not weekly, monthly, maybe every three months. Just you know, update us, tell us what what you're doing, what. What's the plan? Where are we going next? Because at the moment we we have a manager, as I said earlier, with a, with a one year contract. What's what's to happen with with everything else? You know what what is the plan? Can can you just fill us in on that and and tell us something? Otherwise, we're we're all gonna feel very very disconnected.
0: Paul, I don't know whether you want to send anything to Tim while he's on at the moment.
2: I I would. If it was me, I would look at the, uh, the the legality and mechanics of getting yourself registered again under the FCA. I, I think Tim mentioned something about that. I just read quickly the um, the minimum operational requirements on the FSA website. can't say I've ever read it before, so I read it quickly. Um, sure. And one of them is you must fill out an annual return to the FCA. So... I think that's what they're homing in on that there must be some discrepancy between the supporters club and, and, uh, the FCA. So I would, I would address that. I would address that discrepancy, get the, um, written endorsement from the FSA. Um, like you said, You I think you mentioned you're going to do that or, and then submit that back to the club, um, and, and reply to their statement, um, that, well, certainly the last paragraph, which talks about, um, personal and self-serving agendas. And and I, listening to you, Tim, it sounds like um, there's, there's history, um, which is what I said earlier. There must be something that leads to this response. Uh, And, and look, I know, I know your questions are, are, are reasonable. It would seem they're challenging and sometimes these questions clubs don't like to publish, um, or put out in public or, or, or relate to the fans. Not all clubs do that. I mean, we get snippets, don't we, from, from certainly from Cardiff city. We we seem to get snippets that lead us to think, well, the budget's cut next season. We get, we get snippets rather than a plan, a statement, a, or, 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 or some bridge or um, conduit between the, the club and the fans, um, which some would argue that's letting lunatics run the asylum, putting fans on the board. Others would argue not. It's, 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 it's a delicate one. I, I don't know the answer, if I'm honest. And, but I think constructive dialogue between club and fans is an absolute must. And the club are saying that they have that dialogue with their recognised supporters clubs. So I would address those issues. And look, I'm not trying to get... I'm just, I'm just giving you my personal opinion. I just, I, I'm just trying to see it from the club's point of view also, rather than just criticise the club too, because that's easy to do too. You got to look at it from their position, also, and and you said earlier that the letter's been in the hands of um, board members. For, I, I didn't, you didn't say how long, but, but I said I, I'm not sure if that's something that should have. And the trust, uh, you're bound to be open and transparent, but I wonder whether it was. Necessary to publish the letter on your website, which then prompted the response. Obviously, which is what you wanted, but not the response you wanted, not the exact response you wanted. So, um, yeah, so uh, I've covered a few points there, Tim. So I'm sure you want to come back. No, with- no that's,
4: that's fine, Paul. Let me just, uh, Steve, just just before just 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 some sort of closing remarks for me. Yeah. We're within weeks of being re-registered with the FCA. Uh, the reason the letter was published was because it was an open letter. Um, some of this information, you know, I, when I was chair and I was having constructive conversations um, with, the, you know, the chief executive and the board of, of the Cardiff City Club, they said to me, let me tell you in confidence, Tim. And I said, do not tell me anything in confidence. I do not want to become a group of self-serving people who are in the know. Anything you tell me will get out to my members. Mm. And that was very important to us, that that's the transparency for us so um, I hope that's explained, you know, uh, we are being re-registered. We did give the letter to the club uh, and we went public because it, uh, they haven't been dealing with us in a private basis to have these conversations over a table and then be able to report back.
0: So, Tim, um, Tim I know you've got to go really, really, really shortly. I don't know, maybe a very brief answer just to ask you this. Um do you see a way forward between the, the, the trust and the club to get things back on track? It, you know, is there, is there, some, su, is there a such a way to open up those, you know, make things better?
4: Do you know, Steve, I really don't know. I, I certainly hope so, because we used to have a very good relationship. You look at the stuff which the trust pushed for, you know, um, the Memorial Garden, the Fred Keener statue, uh, regular reporting on the finances. Um, you know, my wife said the best thing we ever did was getting mirrors in the women's toilets. You know, that's, that, that wasn't my, uh, you know, that wasn't my, you know, that wasn't my highlight of what we've done, but yeah. rather this engagement, asking our members for questions, putting them to the club and coming, coming back to members with the answers. I do hope that, you know, uh, we could, it would be lovely to have a clear the air meeting for them to understand Absolutely. what the trust does. And I don't think they do understand what the trust does. Uh, let us start from scratch again. Um, I just hope that uh, they're, they're big enough to do that because we're certainly big enough to say, let's draw a line under this and let, let's, let you know, move forward for the benefit of the club. Tim, thanks ever so much for coming on
0: tonight. I uh, really appreciate it. Thank you very much.
4: All the best to you. Thanks a lot. Cheers.
0: Cheers, Tim. Thank you. Um, uh, if I come to you, Al, um, there's a, there's a, a, some comments coming in. There's a comment I'm looking at from Jonathan Howells and then Chris Hughes-Jones and then yeah, a longer I, I, a I, comment I, from Jeremy.
3: Add something just on to the end of what Tim yeah, sure. was was saying because I've, I've I've got the um, got the letter in front of me. And it's so brief you can easily sort of take it apart if that makes any sense. What the club said is the organization known as Cardiff City Supports Trust was deregistered as a mutual organization trust from the FCA in 2016 and does not meet the FSA Football Association's uh, support associations' basic minimum requirements. For these important reasons, Cardiff City Football Club does not recognise the trust as an official entity. Well, like Paul said earlier if the club re-registers or registers themselves, okay, and if the club then does meet the FSA's basic minimum requirements, would, that's the trust, would the club then recognise them as an official entity and would they then start to engage with them? So you said earlier, hopefully we can draw a line into these things. There is a bit of an out here for the club, some which way. An apology would, would be a start, but I think what they could say is if they want to backtrack a little bit, to build some bridges, I don't. I don't think the trust need to build any bridges. I don't. I don't see they've done anything wrong. But I think if the club said, "Well, look, now we will trust you. We, we will recognise the trust as an official entity," we could then move forward. But I think you mentioned earlier, Steve, about the olive branch. I think it's got to come from the club on this occasion. Um, like Tim said, they didn't call anyone out. Um, they just asked for, for for some, basically, some information and some clarity as to what was going on. In response. They've almost had retaliation where numbers needed. Um, sorry, I just thought that had gone the end. Of
0: the no, day. no, that's to, to, totally valid. And and I mean, I know Tim a bit. I don't know him that well. I know him a bit. I mean, he's a super articulate, uh, bright, um, capable, a, a very intelligent, uh, successful uh, man. And he's fairly indicative of the people of the names I, I've seen, the supporters trust. These are professional people. You know, it's not, it's it's not a mob of ne'er do wells. You know, they're, and they're just trying to to help the club. A couple of comments, in my opinion. Um, Jonathan Howells, I've followed the... It's an unfortunate one, but, you know, indicative, I suppose, of how strongly people feel about this. Followed the club 50 years. I'll never go into that stadium again until the current regime has left.
3: I think uh, that was following on from the Andy Dibble thing as well, that Jonathan said. Three player of the Years for goalkeeper under Andy Dibble. Um, yeah. And including the sale of Etheridge. Um, he then goes on to criticise Morrison and, and, and the board. But I think even before... This is what I was saying earlier. Even before today people were up in arms because of the way Andy Dibble was treated and and the the timing. So you seem to go from there. Sorry.
0: Um, No, that's okay. There's a lot to get through tonight. Um, And then another comment from Chris Hughes-Jones. He says, you know, if the board don't recognise the current city trust, why do they have allocated office space in, in the stadium? Um, I don't know whether you've got the Jeremy Williams cut out one in front of
3: you, al just. Yeah, I've got do, that. Do um, you want
0: to try and work through that one?
3: Yeah, I've got it. It's 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 fine. Now Jeremy obviously takes time to come up to, to, to contribute to, to, to the show, but he's also on the trust. Um and he, I don't think he's said that there, but he but, but he is. Um he said having taken up the club's challenge to invite Commons visit Malaysia on two occasions over the past 10 years, I was heartened to see how well Vincent Tan was regarded by the locals in Kuala Lumpur. I may be a risk uh, city supporter who's actually been to Kenny Rogers roaster outlet. One thing that was clear is how well Mr Tan engages with locals and charities in the area. His outlets lead with engagement and giving back. If Mr Tan can do this so well in Malaysia, it goes to prove to me that his city management are f- f- failing, sorry, falling way short of what the owner has done elsewhere and i mean you know that's just sorry that's respectful sorry that's respectful in the same way that tim was you know i mean he's he's recognizing as they did in that letter you know they they the the trust letter recognized what vincent Tan had done for the football club um which is which kind of makes all the more strange with the vociferous (laughs) reply that they then
4: gave
0: but, yeah, but, you know, but I, I should, I'm glad you said that. A bit earlier, because I I think also there's there's room to get it back on track. And let's face it, you know, let's get back. That, it, we need to get things back on track. That's absolutely vital, really, for the club. But uh, I think, I think one it, what, what,
3: if there's one great summer signing, all this will be forgotten. <laughs> but it's <laughs> it was, true. It was,
0: if his surname is Bale. Yeah. Yeah,
3: we're very simple folk, aren't we? You know, and I think
0: yeah. it, <laughs> <laughs> um, Jonathan Howells uh, coming on to the, onto the Andy Dibble thing actually, and I'll come to you, Alex, on this. Um, three play out of the years which al alluded to earlier under Dibbs' watch including um neil Lethbridge. and then he goes on to be quite critical of, of morrison who he describes his as, as arrogant and pig-headed and he reckons he'll be gone by october i totally absolutely hope you're wrong jonathan but you're not the only one to to, to um you know criticize him for some of the things that he comes out with uh sometimes quite naively i think um, and then he goes on to 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 mention uh, members of the board and says having travel both home and away uh, i'm done but coming back to and, and obviously if anybody wants to go through the chat at the end of the show it's always a really really good read there may be some uh content on there but that we can't involve in a in a kind of live stream and and, and radio uh, type show but to have a look through by all means alex um uh andy dibble i mean i knew him as, as a young keeper um you know, I know, he, I know, he's a, he he loves Cardiff City Football Club. Um, he's, he seems to have done a good job, and then uh, was, you know, banned effectively before the before the last game. Any thoughts yeah, no, on that at all?
1: I've I've spoken to to Dibble a few times. Um, I spoke to him when when Cardiff brought their youth team down to Swansea for a friendly. Um, when Warnock was still here, I spoke to him. I had a lengthy conversation with him, and and obviously on record. He's produced some some fantastic keepers over the years. Obviously, people can say what they want about distribution, but in terms of shot-stopping keepers, they've been brilliant. I mean, Neil Etheridge in the Premier League. Um, we've had Smithies this season, as, as people have said, player of the year goalkeepers, which, to be honest, you don't get at many football clubs. Um, normally, it'll be a striker or something, but there's you know fine record of us having um, very, very good goalkeepers um, during his time at the club. Um, It was passed on to me on good record that Dibble was very um, upset when he was dismissed last week Um, and he was quite taken aback by the whole situation. Um, So, you know, I I think it's, it comes down to obviously wanting new staff. You're you're a manager, you want new coaching staff. That's understandable, but Mm. the way, again, we're going about things, it's not, it's not a good light it's it's not a good way to to look at the situation when no, because
0: if, if we look you know the Solbamber bamber thing you know it's easy, easy to say with hindsight Paul I suppose but you know uh the Saul bamber he went out of a really fantastic season actually didn't he uh with Borough, you know we had we had the wits thing years ago uh it looks like you know Joe rolls Morrison um you know it, it, it it's um it, it's not a you know it's not a good look I suppose for for a club in terms of, you know, we love our we love our, 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 our former players, don't we, Paul? So, you know, is that just me being a sentimental old fool? Is it, is, is it more uh, pragmatic than that I need to be?
2: No, fans become attached, don't they? Certain, certainly players like who attaches himself back to the fans and endears himself to the... And that one was unfortunate, I think, because you had the illness involved too, didn't you? And it was... Um, yeah, it, 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 he he gave a statement. The club, it, it was another one that was could have been dealt with better. Perhaps we don't know the full facts. It's always again, it's always easy to sit and criticise um, if you don't know the full facts. It's 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 it, again, it's it's important to do that. But again, that's through communication and and you could argue lack of, can't you? And 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 we've seen today we, that players have been given statements through social media. Um, about leaving. So mm. Mm. the club have said they're not going to make an announcement for the, at least a couple of weeks because technically these players are still under contract till the end of June anyway. Um, but they could have talked, started talking to other clubs since January in the last six months of their contract regardless. So, I mean, players like, like Pac, who I think it was Pac today, wasn't it? It, yes. it, it, was, it, it, was, it was clear that they weren't part of, um, of any, of any uh, going to be offered any new contract, as indeed it seems are the majority of the ones out of contract, um, bar maybe one, possibly two. It's say, it seems like, but again, there have been no firm um, announcement from the club. Again, is that do you do your business in public? Do you not? Do you communicate to the fans? It's a difficult one, isn't it? But I think with the Andy Dibble one, it's I just think that's simply a case of you've got it, it, it's it's it is a new manager, he's, he's new been in the job six months. It's, it's the same in any organization, isn't it? It's just, whether it's football or or, or, or any other industry new, new 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 manager or person in charge comes along and they want their own people and I think that's just a fact of that he's been at the club five years he's been a good servant he's played for the club um I just think it's one where Morrison he's been it's all on him now he's got a 12-month contract to make the best of it and, and he lives and dies by his decisions doesn't he and they backed him giving him 12 months and if he doesn't want Andy Dibble as his goalkeeping coach, or if there's a budget issue or if there's something, then that's that's his prerogative to bring in somebody he wants because he wants a goalkeeper to, to act as a as a as a somebody who can play the ball out from the back and be more yeah. comfortable on the ball than perhaps the keepers we got at the club now. That they, 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 you have you have to say. That, that's the manager's choice and he, he lives and dies by that decision. I, I, th- I think yeah. it's as simple as that. He's been at the club five years, been a good servant mm. and, and he'll move on and I'm sure he'll get another job.
0: Yeah, he, he's been, he's been, he's been uh, with a number, of Man City at one he's been with a number of clubs over the years. Alan, any kind of uh, thoughts on, on the Andy Double yeah, situation?
3: It's, it's not the fact, I totally agree with, you know, it's, it's the manager's prerogative. I totally agree with the fact that the manager can do what he wants in terms of his coaching staff. And I also can understand why with a great respect to Andy Dibble, we've got a younger coach and staff now. Andy Dibble's, what, mid-50s, 56, 57. Got the young, if you like, the the, the, the relative youngsters of of, um, of Morris and Darren Purse, and, and Hudson. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But again, it's just the way the club go about their business. If, when the club had put out the release list, if on that release list, they'd said Andrew Dibble, there wouldn't have been the uproar, I don't think. I, I understand he had a year left on his contract, so possibly they'll pay him off. Um, I, I don't know that, that none of us know the ins and outs of it, do they? But but I just think had no one would have noticed as much had we just said we're releasing him, along with all the other players.
2: Ah, is that so can I just is that yeah. why Morrison wouldn't comment on it on Saturday? It's probably because of I didn't know it was it,
1: it's hard. because it got leaked. That's why there's it, such an uproar. Yeah, all right, yeah. okay.
2: Yeah, they're they're in they're in settlement negotiation. Then obviously an ending yeah, yeah. and so on. They can't, it could well be. Um,
3: I, mean, I I know the ins and outs of it. Um, but there you go. You know, again, Paul. You know, if, they, if there's if there's a leak at the club, you know, it's just it's just Cardiff City, isn't it? It wouldn't be Cardiff City. Um, well,
0: we're well, talking a weird just to say Billy Lark has come in with a really good comment, that I I've totally and absolutely agree with. Uh, such a shame that the last phone in of the season hasn't been able to talk about possible transfers uh, and the way forward. As typical Cardiff City. And I think, I think we probably all agree with that, you know, but um, and I take
3: Rourke, Andrew Rowe came on earlier, and apologies to him as well, because he said, you know, we've been talking too long about the trust letter, um, 20 minutes would have done, and I and I get that as well. Um, yeah, you know, but
0: it was kind of breaking news, effectively, you know. It happened, uh, you know, I didn't put this panel together thinking this was going to happen. It's was totally <laughs> unexpected, you know. <laughs> so it's gone where it's gone, really. But it, there is a lot to talk about. And I I'll actually think, uh, Al, I think, you know, it's a story that's going to run for some time, actually. It, need, it needs to have some sort of closure somehow, doesn't it? Otherwise, it's just lingering. Well,
3: I don't know. You know, the, the, some of the players are going to be on the beach now, aren't they? Um, mm. You know, it's, now is the end. Unfortunately, a lot of the channels of communication at the time of year, it's all going to close down now. So, do we address it, or I just got a feeling that a signing is going to come along, and this is just going to be forgotten about? Um, I don't know who the signing going to be. I've got no idea.
0: Um, I, I suppose we could come on to the new balance thing you know the new the new shirt sponsor <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, just respond to a couple of comments well, saying, come on, you're going on about, on about this letter. I'm sorry, but all the press have got on about it as well. it's a breaking news story. sorry yeah. about that.
3: okay so uh, you we'll, know. we'll, we'll I'll, I'll read out um Moz and Morris from Portal but said anyway, I hope new balance cater for the larger framed amongst us. I detest a restricted, <laughs> I, I detest a restricted move so I hope it's <laughs> room to let them swing free. Yeah. Well, there we are. We've gone from the sublime to ridiculous. Scene, and then we've know. gone from the trust letter to well, li- yeah. li- li- like
0: men's lycra way, is it? Well, that's what, that's what the phone has always been about. We're just, just about to celebrate our 20th year, by the way. So maybe we'll give that a push uh, next season. But what was interesting, Alex, I, I, I was um, looking into this a little bit today, that apparently there's two different um, versions of that deal with New Balance. One is the... Uh, the GB version and once the non-GB version. Have you, have you, have you heard much about that at all? That if Gareth Bale wasn't, was involved, uh, there's, you know, there was a there was talk, talk going on about that, which is probably speculation. Do you think there's any chance in a million years, that Gareth, Gareth Bale's going to come back and play for his hometown club?
1: People are gonna, people have already said that I'm too optimistic. Um, I'm trying my best to stick my nose in everywhere to try and find out if there is any chance at all. Um, to be honest, from my perspective, I, I do think there is the the slightest possibility if you were to pick up uh you know a single grain of rice. I think that that's about the possibility we've got at the moment. Who knows that might change. Um, you know, that there, there's plenty of stuff coming out all the time. You get the whole uh yeah, if we qualify, you'll sign for six months. If we don't qualify, retire or go to or go to Spurs. So I don't know. The the only thing I've hearing about new Balance is, is the actual colors of the kits apparently that are that are leaking around honestly the the leaks they're, they're, they're everywhere at the moment to be honest I do it's, do we
0: have do we have any hints at the color
1: scheme um apparently it's a blue home shirt as a standard uh black slash gray for the away and lilac for the third kit
0: so, is that lilac like like our, our our kit, the away kit? This uh, slightly is lilac versus pink, which is, which is, I, I'm not very good on colors.
1: <laughs> to be honest, I'm not sure. I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> One man's lilac is another man's pink, I would say. Um, uh, Paul, there's been some uh, enthusiasm and um, apparent excitement from Steve Morrison talking about the fact he's already got a few in the bag. Obviously, can't announce them until I think June the 10th, he said. Um, what's your kind of gut feeling about the kind of squad we're going to be able to get together to hit the ground running for next season?
2: Down to his budget again, won't it? And they've published what the um, wage cap, in inverted commas, may or may not be, um, which is severely reduced from what a lot of the people going out of contract on are on now. So hmm. that budget will always um, determine quality uh, of signing. I think loan, loan market has got to be the um, target, as it was in January, which he did well. And it, you've, got, you've got Kevin Beadle there too, haven't you? He's the head of recruitment, who's, um, who's, even before Morrison was manager, he's been there 18 months, two years now. And he, the, the recruitment has, you have to say, has improved in that time, in the last... Two or three transfer windows, so I would say that's quite encouraging with the personnel because recruitment is going to be the absolute key to our um, success, if any, or survival next season. Um, Because it's it's we're going to be relying certainly on youth, aren't we? Um, And loan sign, utilizing the loan market is going to be huge. Uh, You've seen in the championship the best loan players. Your Harry Wilsons, your Morgan Gibbs White. I mean, Harry Wilson, going back to when we had him, he was so wasted, if you like, in our system. Yeah. But he probably suit the way we're playing now, which, ironically, um better than he he he, did, he would have done he or he did when he was when he was here. Um There are there are there are loan signings to be had from the from 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 Premier League and abroad for sure, and that I think morrison's proved and and his recruitment team approved they can do that it's whether they can do that again and um add to that with free transfers and 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 so on um with the limited budget it seems that he's going to be operating on because i i i see that if it's twelve pound a week i did some calculations if if everybody was on twelve pound a week and not everybody will be that's a budget of about 14 million so you can slide that down to 10 or less because not everybody's going to be on that and our budget in the past has been 20 30 40 million in yeah. wages so yeah. that's a significant reduction
0: yeah
2: um, but in fairness they most of the big earners are now off the wage bill aren't they technically from next month so that's yes. that's a start in that direction and I agree with it I agree with all that. And I think that's one thing the club are doing right, but they've just yep. got to be
0: careful this season. So just appreciate me coming towards the end of the, of the season and, and the show. Um, a nice, nice comment here from Simon Jones. Everyone needs to get behind Morrison. January signings were top notch, like you just said. Paul uh, got us out of the hole. We followed, we, followed, we finished like 20 odd points away from the drop, I think, in the end, which, which is remarkable, really. Looking forward to the season uh, to come an up the city. So we're, we're lucky that. Uh, just before I want to ask one final question, we'll, we'll whiz around. Just uh, thank you to everyone who supported the show again uh, this year. That's incredible, really, as we, as we head, head for the 20 years mark. Uh, thanks to um, uh, the various radio stations who also take the show around the radio, GTFM and Radio Cardiff. And thanks to the, those people who support uh, that, that the, the radio output as well. Um, uh, that's very much appreciated, and it's fantastic to have, have be able to keep this going all this time. So thank you. And thanks to everyone who's contributed, um, you know, on, on the show, including uh, yourselves, of course, who have appeared on the show and sent in questions, etc. Uh, I'll just whiz around. Um, last question, very, very brief answers. Where are we going to finish next season, Al? Mid-table. Mid-table. Alex? Uh,
1: mid-table, but I'm going to be totally accurate and say between 10th and 14th. On,
2: on the base of what we got now and, and the signs, I'd say mid to lower.
0: Okay, I'll I'll go 10th. Anyway, thanks all. Uh, Thanks for everything this season and thanks for for tonight and Upper City.